Alright, recording on podcast. Recording on video. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Uh, Amer- or Panic <laughs> Almost said the wrong podcast name. Panic Attack with Big John here. Start out with uh, something from Glenn Beck. Reading, um, reading an original draft of the Declaration of Independence, because I think this is kind of profound right now. Own country, but we want to tell you what we're creating and what it is that we believe that we've been trying to tell you. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And... This is where it gets sticky. And that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, drawing their just powers from the consent of the governed. Nobody had ever done that before. Nobody had ever thought that before. Completely a new idea. Can you imagine the king reading this and going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that you actually believe that you, a farmer, an underling, you're equal to me, the king, and that God gave you the same rights he gives to me? And that government is going to be, the people in government are going to be voted on by the people, people like you. And the government is instituted to protect your rights against people like me? It's an incredible thought. Incredible thought. Yes, it is an incredible thought. And these United States of America were basically the first place where these incredible thoughts took hold. Uh, and there, look, there may have been other democracies. I know a friend of mine posted uh, that the uh, Constitution of Ukraine is older than the Constitution of the United States, even though... I'm less and less of a supporter of the Ukraine and its war every day, but it's not what we're talking about. Everybody in America has rights. You're going to still have the right to get an abortion. Okay? You can travel to another state to get said abortion. If there's a medical emergency, you can get your abortion. But if you have hours, days, weeks, uh, however long the abortion process may take, you have time to take a pill. You have enough time to put on a condom. You have enough time to insist your boyfriend, husband, whomever, put on a condom. You have the right to have... At least I feel you should have the right to the morning after pill. There's other forms of female birth control out there. And I encourage men to use birth control. Uh, I'm not a supporter of Viagra being paid for by Medicare or Medicaid. Because that's my tax dollars and your boner is not my problem. Or your lack thereof is not my problem. But... Some fun sound bites and clips, and of course, the meme that keeps on giving Alexandria Ocasio Cortez have come out, and I'm going to briefly go through some of the fun shit I've heard on Instagram and share that fun shit with you. Enjoy.
So that last uh, clip you heard there, it was a little hard to understand him because he was a Chinese uh, immigrant, legal immigrant, who lived under the Chai Khan Chinese Communist Party, and he's telling some douchebag <laughs> white liberal guy that the best public policy for everyone is capitalism. For all of you that think that socialism is the best public policy, well, there was somebody that lived under socialism trying to explain to a liberal white American guy at the, uh, it was at the uh, anti, or well, pro-life or anti-life protest, however you want to see it, uh, in front of the Supreme Court. And he's telling this dork on his bicycle with his bicycle helmet and all that wussy stuff that the best public policy for everyone is capitalism. That is a public policy. It's funny how we've lived under freedom and uh, the best public policy is capitalism, according to someone who lived under communism. I just had to return a text to my mom, so... Uh, let me break here and back at you here. Those of you on the uh, video cast can listen to the great Glenn Beck for a minute. So he goes spinning so fast he's like a lathe. <laughs> but they've lost it before. Okay. So we're still on the abortion stuff. And, and this is a vital thing uh, in America to, to think about, you know... Um, and talk about and understand our rights. In America, we have a constitution. We have people now that want to overthrow that constitution, overturn all of our rights. Now, if you don't want to keep a baby, you don't want to raise a baby, and you can't afford a baby and all this, this but you like sex, I got you there. Uh, and you get pregnant. You can adopt that baby out to someone. You can. There, there are people that will pay you money to carry a child for them. Even though it's not their DNA, it ain't going to look anything like them. It, black, white, whatever. They just want to raise a child, and for some medical reason, God did not gift them with the ability to make their own child. You can hook up, you can meet up with an adoption agency, and they will provide you with a family to give your baby to. Now, there's always going to be the argument about what about rape and incest? You know, I'm not going to say anything that remotely sounds like I'm justifying rape. But again, you can adopt that baby out if, you know, and I don't see, I, I, I hear the theories that carrying that baby is going to force that woman to live with the scars of rape her entire uh, life. Or if if you'd follow what I'm saying and give the baby up for adoption, it, she's going to have to carry that scar for nine months. But, okay, so six weeks into the, the post-rape, vile, disgusting rape pregnancy, uh, this woman, about six weeks is when women realize something ain't right, I'm, I might be pregnant, right? At least according to Dr. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It's not for six weeks that women usually realize they're impregnated. So, knowing that you're pregnant from a vile, evil rape, where and a man should man who rapes a woman or a man who rapes a man or a man who rapes a child, cut him off. 
literally cut him off. Anyway, that that sixth that sixth or seven week abortion, that abortion at seven, eight, nine weeks of the pregnancy is going to rid this woman of her emotional scars from the horrific tragedy she experienced. I don't see that. I don't understand that. Psychological therapy and counseling uh, and medication, because I've been through psychological therapy and counseling and take medication, can help us heal our emotional scars. The ultimate healer, God, can help us heal our emotional scars because I went through that counseling too from my severe panic attack which which is a hereditary illness I have um, I've never been raped I've never raped anyone um, and, and I think it's a disgusting thing but I don't see how aborting a, a baby is going to uh, to to cure you of the emotional scars furthermore uh, my dad told my mom to get an abortion they did not have the best relationship I don't know why someone as beautiful uh, looking and as beautiful on the inside as my mother uh, is had anything to do with a person like my father but I can tell you from the perspective of a baby that was born out of what might have been a, uh, a rape, a forced sexual situation, and whose mother dealt with abuse up until a few months before I was born, and wh whose mother was told to get an abortion. A woman is strong enough to overcome the abuse of an evil man and raise a healthy, happy baby boy and spend all her waitress money, charge, max out all her credit cards and still have a perfect credit record and keep her son clothed uh, in the best clothing, the best Air Jordan. Uh, they were only 125 bucks in my day. Now, they, now you're lucky if you can find a pair for 100 bucks. Now they're like 200, 250 and up. But $125 in 1990s money, you know, times inflation, still, my mom was able to raise a beautiful, well, I don't know if I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful in my own eyes, uh, a beautiful, happy baby boy into a, a pretty good man, I think. So let's break let's reset after that and then we'll talk about the walking talking living breathing meme herself sandy cortez or representative alexandria ocasio alexandria ocasio cortez the only thing she ever says with a spanish accent is her name anyways brb and then he says uh, we need to tell you that it's not us it is you and these are called usurpations, and they're, it's two and a half pages of just... Okay. We'll come to, back to that at the next break. That's pretty important stuff there that Glenn Beck's reading in relation to the upcoming July 4th holiday. Uh, Independence Day is the holiday. July 4th is the date on the calendar. But it's also uh, valuable to know uh, in light of the Supreme Court's decision. So, this article says AOC sounded off on the Supreme Court ruling by listing several action items on Instagram, including what to, <coughs> what to do with pro-life Democrats. There are a couple of them out there. She says, quote, if you live in a blue area, when people say, quote, go vote, end quote, that should include primary elections too. Because the thing of, or pardon me, because the thing that a lot of people 
don't like to talk about is the fact that not every Democrat is pro-choice. Yes, not everyone is, not every one of them is, is bad as you. <laughs> okay, she continues. So, the ones that aren't, we really need to reassess if it's appropriate for them to continue to serve in 2022 because people should have the right to control their own body. This is pretty basic. Well, 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 AOC. I forgot something. Was doc, is Dr. Fauci a woman? Is Dr. Fauci a woman? It's pretty basic. He's a man. The rally cry right now is, no man can tell me what to do with my body. Right? No man should tell a woman what to do with her body. For two years, a man told us to lock down our bodies. Most of you women went along with it, and most men did too. Most of us didn't have a choice. There was no place to go. We were told then to mask our bodies. We went along with it. We were forced to. We weren't allowed to go out in public without one. And then we were told to vaccinate our bodies by a man, even though it's a vaccine that doesn't work, and uh, rushed into production by Trump. But nonetheless, now you have the most diverse Supreme Court in history, a black man and a white woman and a woman, doesn't matter what color she is, but the most diverse Supreme Court in history. You had two minorities voting in accordance with the Constitution and sending the right to choose your electors, like AOC is telling you to do, uh, back to the states, and you choose your elected representative that best represents you. Now, AOC says that to be a representative of you, if you're a Democrat, the person has to be pro-abortion. But what if you're a Democrat and you're not pro-abortion? There are people out there that consistently vote Democrat. I don't know why. But we do need to balance, you know, the, the light side of the force with the dark side of the force. And she thinks that you should not be allowed to be a Democrat if you're pro-life. So the you're telling me the Democrat Party is no longer the big tent party, the party for all ideals and ideas and ideas, that the, the Democrat Party is no longer the party of acceptance of everyone. So if you're a woman and you're pro-life, AOC says you cannot be a filthy Democrat. <sighs> Golly gee willikers. AOC, that's very closed-minded of you. That's very intolerant, I think. Don't you think that's intolerant of her to say that you cannot be part of the lousy Democrat Party if you're pro-life? That's not very nice, AOC. That's not accepting of other people's views. Uh, in fact, you're not very upset. You're not very accepting of people, little unborn people that haven't had time to develop their views yet. Goodness, you're saying that we should kill people's opinions and views before they're born if they disagree with you? Oh, geez, AOC, I don't know. Tell you. That goober, that, that goober boyfriend of yours that's supposedly engaged to you, though I still haven't seen a ring on it, He's in for... Wow, he must be a weirdo. Him and his pasty white feet. And don't worry, I would never date you because you're just too... 
too nuts for me. If if the things she says and does on Instagram and Twitter and things that I hear come from her mouth are the real her. No, sorry, you're too nuts for me. I know, I have this horrible habit of looking at the inner beauty. Sorry. So, what do you think of Do you think that there should be a pro-life wing to the Democrat Party? I think there should be. I think there should be a pro-life wing to the Republican Party. I think, you know, a political party shouldn't necessarily completely define who, what, when, where, and why you are and how you exist. Uh, I'm an ultra-mega person. A trumper. A trumpet. Whatever. They're calling us this week. I'm also relighting a cigar. In case you're wondering why I'm mumbling. But all parties, political parties, should accept a little of everything and then work towards a middle ground. That's called uh, democracy, uh, debate, discussion, intelligence. All right. Moving right along, but loose and fancy free. Something I disagree with uh, Governor Christy Nome on, but man, she has some biceps on her. She definitely works out. Uh, she is, according to justthenews.com, she wants to have a bill that bans online abortion pill prescriptions um no let's let's listen here let's give my voice a break court overturning roe v wade lawmakers and officials are already springing into action on abortion including the newly elected governor of virginia glenn youngkin who backed the decision by the high court the republican governor announced he will seek a bipartisan coalition to change the state's abortion laws and suggested a pain threshold bill but democrats seem resistant to such plans Youngkin said he intends to work with lawmakers to find a bipartisan consensus on bills that would reduce the number of abortions in the Commonwealth. The governor said, Hello, I'm Madison Foglio, here with your Chester News Now. In the aftermath of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, lawmakers and officials are already springing into action on abortion, including the newly elected governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, who backed the decision by the high court. The Republican governor announced he will seek a bipartisan coalition to change the state's abortion laws and suggested a pain threshold bill, but Democrats seem resistant to such plans. Youngkin said he intends to work with lawmakers to find a bipartisan consensus on bills that would reduce the number of abortions in the Commonwealth. The governor said he also asked four lawmakers to craft the legislation. Earlier, President Biden addressed the nation following today's ruling, saying the health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. No, they're not. President Biden also called on Congress to codify Roe v. Wade. Also on Capitol Hill, the House passed a bipartisan gun safety bill. Okay. So, on to Christy Nome, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome. As soon as I get this pop-up off my screen. Okay. Christy Nome on Sunday announced she that she introduced a bill Banning telemedicine abortions. No, telemedicine uh, is the the newest form of medicine. It makes it makes uh, doctors and hospitals and exams so much easier, so so much better for for me. For example, when I had COVID symptoms also known as my sinuses that get stuffy and drain every time the weather changes here in Ohio, which can be every hour. Uh, I came into my doctor's office. They said, you have this symptom, this symptom. Yep, yep, yep. All of them except a fever I had. And they said, out! We'll do a telemedicine visit with you. Uh, And I said, well, are you going to give me a COVID test? And they're like, oh, do you want one? 
I'm like, I thought that's why you were kicking me out of the office is because you thought I had COVID. Aren't you going to test me? Yes, I want a COVID test. So I tested positive. They gave me antibiotics and steroids. The next day I felt better than I ever have. Yeah, uh, Better than I have in a long time because my sinuses drained. I mean, every bit of snot and slime and phlegm that was in my body drained out that night. Uh, anyways, but telehealth and telemedicine is no. This should stay open. What she uh, is probably afraid of, okay, banning tele, telemedicine abortions where a pill is subscribed online or over the phone and shipped to a woman. She's worried that women in her state will use this as a loophole to have the morning after pill or an abortion pill that can be used in the very early stages of pregnancy uh, mailed to them and they'll get their abortions that way. You know, I, I sat, sadly enough, I disagree with Governor Nome on this. I think the morning after pill should be over the counter, frankly, and used the morning after literally. Now, once, you know, that clump of cells uh, is developed and there's a heartbeat, then I think, no, there, there's definitely no reason for an abortion after that point. Also, you got to remember, as soon as sperm and egg come together and the egg is fertilized, that quote-unquote clump of cells has its own specific DNA code given to it by God. It tell, the gender is there, the uh, you know, hair on its head, the tone of its voice everything is there in that DNA code. So, yeah, there is a life at conception, but I'm kind enough to give some lead way up to the point of a heartbeat for women uh, to, you know, in the case, in case there was rape and incest, which, uh, the, uh, whatever it is, South Dakota, North, whatever, whichever the, they should just be one freaking Dakota. But anyway, uh, Christy Gnome State, they don't have the exception for rape and incest. E even though, you know, I don't, I don't see any point, I don't see any justification for abortion. But, I mean, I'm willing to go along with, you know, the morning after pill. I'm willing to concede to that. I'm willing to concede birth control pills. Or the best birth control, wait until you're married, keep taking uh, the pill or using condoms while you're married, and then decide when you, you're ready to bring life into this world. And yes, pitfalls are going to happen. You're going to be poor. You're going to lose a job. Life will continue to happen to you, but there's no reason that I can see to get an abortion. Just come right back. Hi. On the second page, this actually the third page, second of the usurpations, the last usurpation comes. The last thing the king did that they could not tolerate and had to break up. And it says, and I quote, the king has waged cruel war against nature itself, violating its most sacred rights of life and liberty in the, in the persons of a distant people who never offended him, captivating them, carrying them into slavery in another hemisphere, or to incur miserable death in their transportation thither. So he's either talking about the slaves here from Africa, and saying the king brought him over here, or he's what talking about Willy Wonka and the Oompa Loompas? I, he's clearly talking about the slaves that the king brought to America. This piratical warfare, the opprobrium of infidel underlined infidel powers, is the warfare of the uh, printed and underlined 
Christian king of Great Britain, determined to keep an open market where men capitalized, where men should be bought and sold. He has prostituted his negative for suppressing every legislative attempt to prohibit or restrain this uh, horrible uh, commerce and that this assemblage of horrors might want no fact of distinguished die. He is now executing, or no, he's now exciting those very people to rise in arms among us to purchase that liberty of which he, underline, has deprived them of by murdering the people on whom he has also offended, uh, offended. Thus, paying off former crimes committed against the liberties of one people with crimes he wages for them to commit against the lives of another. He goes on, and how many times they tried to, slave, to, to end slavery, and all of the times he frustrates it, twists it, refuses to uh, let it pass. So an entire paragraph is taking down the king. This is... It's clear when reading this, at least with Thomas Jefferson, this is the most important reason we broke away. This had to be unanimous, this declaration, or the king would weasel his way in between the colonies and break them apart. So every line of this rough draft had to be voted on. So we are such a horrible, racist, we only cared about money and, and oppression. How many of the 13 colonies voted against that paragraph? I'll give that to you here in 60 seconds. How many states actually voted against? So when people tell you the Constitution, you know, kept the Founding Fathers uh, did not want to end slavery, and they were all, you know, fascist slave owners. Right there in the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson is saying, "We wanted to end slavery, but the king overruled us, and now he's done ruling over us." So, here's more media, fake media lies. Salon.com. I know a lot of liberals get their news from Salon. The headline, Texas Senator John Connery says, Now do Plessy versus Ferguson slash Brown versus Board of Education. So he, uh, Senator, um, pardon me, Corny, C-O-R-N-Y-N, Corny, Cornyn, Cornyn, okay. He retweeted part of Barack Obama's tweet uh, where Obama said, Today the Supreme Court cannot uh, not only reversed nearly 50 years of precedent, it relegated most the most intensely personal decision someone can make to the whims of politician and ideologues attacking the essential freedoms of millions of Americans. Kind of like you attacked our freedoms with uh, health care, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, which wasn't very affordable and didn't care for anything. So, Con Cornyn told him, now do Plessy versus Ferguson. And there was lots of backlash over this. Halfway through the uh, article, Salon says, Brown versus Board of Education ruled on the Supreme Court, in, or ruled on by the Supreme Court in 1954, did historical justice, wiping away a 1896 Plessy versus Ferguson ruling, making separate but equal, rightfully constitutional. So, Cornyn, 
said, thank goodness SCOTUS precedents are overruled. And then he continued, let's help out less intelligent fellow Americans. Or no, one commenter said, Plessy stood as law longer than Roe. That's, that was John Cornyn's point. Now, if liberals are arguing Brown versus education, or Brown versus Board of Education, was wrongly ruled because a long-standing precedent, then they openly should do so. So basically, Plessy versus Ferguson. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Plessy versus Ferguson, 1896, the Supreme Court ruled that separate but equal schools for black children was okay. In 1954, a different set of justices, 70 years later, said no, all public schools should be accessible to all people. And that was Cornyn's point. One Supreme Court can overrule a previous Supreme Court's decision. It wasn't, let's reverse Brown versus Board of Education like Salon.com is inferring he meant. The way he wanted it was, look, you're comparing Roe versus Wade to... Um, somebody versus Jackson uh, Health Center. This present decision overturned a 50-year-old rule of the court, ruling by the court. Brown versus Board of Education overruled a 70-year-old Supreme Court ruling. The point being as times change and we become smarter, more educated, better people as a society, we can see that things like DNA exist at conception. A baby has a heartbeat earlier than we ever realized before. The technology to keep a dying baby or a sick baby alive outside the mother's body has come a long way since the 70s. Adoption is more prevalent. I have friends who went on an adoption waiting list of pregnant women who did not want abortions, but they also did not want to raise their child. And guess what happened to them? the first baby they were going to adopt. They were walking out of the hospital with the baby and their caseworker ran after them and said, stop. The mother looked at her baby and in the last hour or so has changed her mind and wants to keep the baby she just birthed and does not want to give it up for adoption. The second time they went through six or seven months of waiting for a pregnant woman to deliver. The woman looked at the baby and says, I still want to give this baby up for adoption. And my friends are raising a healthy, happy baby boy who is not the same race that they are. And everyone's happy. The baby, the kid is happy. He's not a baby anymore. He's like five. They are happy. My friend, she was in the national news, uh, wrote, or yeah, had an op-ed that went viral about adoption from women who don't want to keep their babies. If your reasoning for an abortion is that you're poor and it's going to be an undue burden on you, Medicaid, welfare medicine, right? welfare medical insurance, low-income medical insurance will pay for everything you need up to and after that baby is born. 
and there are people on waiting lists to adopt unwanted babies. So there's another strike against the excuses the liberals are making right now for abortions. But John Cornyn, Cornyn, however the hell you say his last, to get a normal nice name, John, change it to Smith so I can understand how to pronounce it. John Cornyn was saying the Supreme Courts have always overruled previous Supreme Court decisions because times change, things change, the world changes, and thank God, thank God I went to an integrated school because some of my best friends are, are black and some of the funnest times I've had were with my black friends <coughs> because we never looked at each other as black and white. We just looked at each other as friends and we still do. And I wish filthy Democrats would stop trying to divide us along race, color, economic lines, lines of uh, pro-life or pro-abortion. The most divisive party in America today is the Democrat Party. <coughs> they want everyone and everything divided along some social class, some line, some identification. You can be pro-abortion and still be my friend. I can be pro-life and still be your friend. Okay? We can be either way. Pro-life, pro-choice. The only people that can't be my friends are racist people. That, that's where I draw the line. Racist and anti-Semitic, uh, you know, people, people that really truly believe that there's a, a line that has to be drawn between human beings based on anything. Appearance, sexuality, race, gender. No, I don't want divided friends. I don't want a divided America. I just want to get along with everybody. That's how we should all think. To quote the great philosopher Rodney King and his infinite wisdom, can't we all just get along? According to the Democrats, we can't. Gosh, gee willikers and heck. So, what else are the stupid Democrats yipper and yappering about? Old Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren had something to say about this. ABC News. Supreme Court set a torch. Set a torch in quotation marks. To its legitimacy with row reversal, Senator Warren argues. I wonder if she... Mm, I, 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 you know, after a long day, I just like to crack a beer just like the American people. Did you ever see that Elizabeth Warren video where she's like doing a dramatization as of opening a beer? And look, I'm just like you. I'm a regular American. I drink Bud Light. Psh, twist the top off it. Come on. <laughs> they should change their name for, to the Democrat Socialist Pandering Party. Uh, okay. The Supreme Court, quote, burned whatever legitimacy they may still have, end quote, with their ruling last week overturning Roe v. Wade, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren said Sunday. They just took the last of it. And set a torch to it. No, I think they gave themselves more legitimacy. I think they made a point and a statement that, you know, Supreme Courts are allowed to overturn previous Supreme Court rulings because the times and the world have changed. I just went over it. There are more options for uh, a woman who does not want to carry a baby or raise a, a human being to uh, not have to be stuck raising a, a baby, according to them. Okay, They say that some women just don't want to be stuck with that burden. That it's, uh, uh, what, what are they saying now? 
babies are parasites. Well, uh, this d disgusts me. If you want to get rid of your parasite, you can carry it to term and you can send it to an adoption agency. It's easier than ever. All the medical care you need will be provided by the government through Medicaid. I, I know many women who carried babies to term on Medicaid. You say you can't afford to raise a baby. My mom couldn't afford to raise a baby when I was born. Lots of women can't afford to raise babies, but they turn their lives around because they want to love and care for that baby. And if you don't to want to love and care for it, there are people out there that will love and care for it. I have a, a, a guy friend who's gay as a $3 bill. Always knew he'd turn out gay, too. His mom used to make him wear pink shirts to school, and he talked like this, Mommy, into his teen years. Like, dude, you're a little old to be calling your mom Mommy. But anyways, he's cool, dude. Gay people are cool. But gay couples can adopt, and... This dude was fostering uh, children, and his partner got tired of it and walked out on him. And he kept he continues to foster those children, you know. So there are all sorts of ways. If you don't want to raise a child, you can put that child into someone else's care, and a couple, gay, straight, lesbian, whatever another couple that just wants to love children and raise them will do it for you but as far as the legitimacy of the Supreme Court they did their job this right supposed right is not expressly written in the Constitution so therefore it's not a guaranteed constitutional right it's a state's right to legislate it and don't be stupid. California, New York, uh, what, the state of Washington, Oregon, these like super liberal left-wing states, they aren't going to change their abortion laws and outlaw abortion. You know, I don't think Pennsylvania will outlaw abortion. Their, gov their legislature is Republican, but, excuse me, their governors are always Democrats, sadly. Donald Trump would be president right now if it wasn't for Pennsylvania's crooked Democrat attorney general and crooked Democrat governor. But Elizabeth Warren is wrong here. She wants to expand the court just like AOC, uh, add four Democrat uh, liberal members to the high court so that they can have a lifetime of uh, left-wing extremists on the court. Uh, Democrats now are telling Biden to take a different approach to this. This is crazy. From Business Insider, Democratic senators call on Biden to declare a public health emergency now that Roe v. Wade is gone. Elizabeth Warren is in on this again. Senators Elizabeth Warren and Tina Smith called on Biden to take action on the abortion ruling. The danger is real. It's really dangerous out there. Yeah, because Democrats are rioting in the streets again. Uh, but no, they want him to declare a public health emergency. Uh, and Okay, so it says, the danger is real and Democrats must meet it with the urgency it deserves, they wrote in a New York Times op-ed Saturday. Uh, as we know, Friday the Supreme Court overruled Roe v. Wade. Senators Warren and Smith, uh, Smith is from Minnesota, another liberal state that probably will not change its abortion laws, are calling on Joe Biden to declare a public health emergency. With the release of the Dobbs decision, the U.S. is facing a perilous time uh, the Dobbs, it was Dobbs, that's what I couldn't remember earlier, Dobbs versus Jackson uh, Community Health Clinic. Okay, so facing a perilous time that threatens millions of women across this nation, we urge the, the president to declare a public health emergency to protect abortion access for all Americans. 
All Americans? No. Men can't have babies. Sorry. And a woman transitioning to a man is not a man. <clears throat> okay, so continues on. Unlocking critical resources and authority that the states and federal government can use, just like they did under COVID, that the states and authority, uh, go, that the states and federal government can use to meet the surge in demand for reproductive health services. The danger is real, and the Democrats must meet it with the urgency it deserves. Warren and Smith wrote. The senators blamed the reversal of Roe v. Wade on right-wing politicians and their allies, who they say have spent decades scheming. you damn right we have. You guys spent years uh, scheming how to, how to get Trump out of office and how to steal the 2020 election. Well, we spent years getting conservative constitutional justices on that court to protect our, our Second Amendment rights, our First Amendment rights, and the lives of unborn children. Ha ha, beat you at your own game. Liberals have spent decades going back to the 60s on encouraging other liberals. Encouraged, liberals have encouraged liberals to be educators, to teach our kids lies like uh, her body, her choice. Lies like there is no God. Lies like America is an evil capitalist. Well, you know, we are a little bit corrupt. But capitalism is evil and is your enemy. And you should all be socialist commies. So yeah, going back to Ronald Reagan, Republicans appointed conservative justices that believed in the Constitution as the ultimate law of the land and what's in the Constitution is in it and what's not in it is delegated to the states. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy crap. Pass the Thailand law. God bless you all. This has been the panic attack. I am Big John. Y'all pray for one another. Uh, pray we have peace in the streets even though we're not because of the agging on of Elizabeth Warren and AOC. There are riots breaking out all over America because of this. Red Wave 2022. This ain't going to change that. God bless y'all. See you next time on, Amer on the panic attack. Ah. <sighs>